Episode is this two thirty one? Two thirty one. Shit, I'm getting a lot better. You know, niggas, yeah. niggas might not recognize that, but I'm getting a lot better at actually remembering what episode we're on. But uh, episode two thirty one, serious rap shit podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. And yeah, this is the end of the year edition. That yes. the last episode of this tumultuous. <laughs> 2022. It's still 2020, right? Like, yeah. like has 2020 ended yet? <laughs> Dog, this shit, this shit is cruel, yo. This, this, the just like I don't know, you know, I won't speak for other countries, but being in America the last few years, really the last few centuries, but you know, yeah. I, I, I digress. But yeah, it's 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 been cruel, cruel, cruel winter, cruel pandemic. This yeah. shit has been like mad intense. Yeah, it's been a it's been a hell of a year. I've had a crazy year health wise. Yeah. Um yeah. and you know <clears throat> so so it's been like it's one of those it, it's not a year I want to forget in a lot of ways cuz like there's been some great stuff this year. Like I I'm not mad at everything like fucking you know, the relationship between me and my oldest daughter is like so amazing right now and I mm. and I love her so much and like you know, I love all my kids, no doubt. Like that's not, a, but like just <clears throat> she's a te- she was, you know, she's a teenage uh, young woman, and yeah. that's always rough. Like that's always going through a rough period. But like, you know, um, she's in college now and like living her great life. My son's off doing his own thing and like enjoying his life. Although he got a cat and won't, he's I, he's left a dog at my house, but then bought himself a cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, dog, I, I don't. <laughs> I love him. He's he's an awesome kid. But uh, you know, then my youngest, like you know, she's thirteen now, and like like in middle school, and like living her life. It's it's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> it's it's a cool feeling, and like you know, it's been a rough year. Obviously, health wise, it's been a fucking major year. Um, but like it it and you know everything going on outside of the um outside of like my own personal shit has been crazy. Um, you know, wishing we came up with the NFT scam before uh, that whole thing collapsed. Dog. <laughs> you know, I am not at all a person who gloats. Mm-hmm. I'm not a person who says, you know, I told you so. Literally, I'm, I am not that mm-hmm. kind of person. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy to me the hubris that people that's the thing because like you know with the nft shit and like a bunch of different a bunch of different shit you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying that's like collapsing now you know things that are proven or or revealing themselves as scams and as you know uh the emperor with with no clothes on y'all niggas was so (laughs) (laughs) so arrogant about this stuff. You know what shit reminds me of when shit like this happens, like pyramid schemes and stuff ended up. I always think of uh do you remember the blessing looms? Yes. That people yeah. were doing. So for folks who might not remember, on Facebook, there was this uh pyramid scheme 
you know, called mm-hmm. a blessing loom where, where like people, I mostly saw women doing this. People would pay into a thing and uh, they would buy into it and you were supposed to get back however triple, double, triple your money, you know, and I saw some people, some people who I'm still Facebook friends with. Yes. Shout out to y'all. I saw some of y'all niggas that was like coming on the timeline. You know, y'all say this is a scam. Oh, you must want to be broke. You know what I mean? <laughs> your kids, your kids are starving this Christmas. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't even buy nothing for your kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't want to get down with this? Like the hubris and the arrogance. If I had a thing that I, you know, knew or thought to be a money-making thing, I would be mad humble. Yo, Josh, you might want to get down with this. It's an investment. We finna come up. I'd be mm-hmm. real humble. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all was on the timeline with this NFT shit and, you know, leaning your whole personality into that shit. Crypto as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this shit is crumbling. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not being arrogant with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not on no I told you so shit because I don't fucking know how any of this shit works. I don't have the knowledge to be There's arrogant literal about it. episodes where we say like, I don't really understand this shit. We don't know and- nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> As far as we can tell, it seems like an investment type of thing. It doesn't like I'm not gonna pretend to be like, yo, I'm an expert on all this shit. Yeah, I saw this coming. I did not. Yeah, like I don't know. I didn't know then. I don't know now. I'm very interested to see what happens with Snoop. Remember, Snoop was like, yo, Death Row Records (laughs) is gonna be an all (laughs) NFT record label. (laughs) Come on, Snoop. Snoop, you know, I knew Snoop was on some shit when uh, it, it used to be a um. A, a liquor distributor, like a beer store and shit that we used to go to. Uh, this is before me and Liz moved in together. We first mm-hmm. was dating, and it was right around the corner from her apartment. Well, we walked in like on the late night tip, like, oh, we gonna go get, you know what I mean, some beers or whatever. And I saw Snoop in like, uh, with like a fur coat on, in the fucking, <laughs> like a poster, like a malt liquor poster. <laughs> And this shit, this wasn't the 90s. Like, you know he wasn't I mean? selling Sadon Special Brew. You feel me? This was like 2013, and this is a new-ass poster. I was like, oh, Snoop would do anything. Like, yeah. Snoop, you know what I'm saying? Like, Snoop, that's not like whatever. But I was like, yo, Snoop will sell anything. Like, he's yeah. here for the, for the paper. He don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that NFT, you know, death row NFT, that's not what niggas want. No. You know what I'm saying? Niggas Just want you to put some music out, get some dope new niggas, you know what I'm yeah. saying, from, from L.A. or where Oakland, wherever, you know, some new Cali niggas, sign some new talent, and all of them albums that we loved back in the day, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, give us some reissues of that shit, get all of that shit on Spotify, you know what I mean? And the, the the streaming services get niggas like me to write some liner notes for, for you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, dog food or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, them old albums, press them up on some vinyl for the collectors and fucking keep it moving. <clears throat> niggas don't want no death row NFT. What does that even mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dog. That shit is goofy. The craziest thing is you probably make so much more money if you just reprinted all those records on just, vinyl just again and all that kind of Yeah, like you'd probably make so much more money doing it that way because like just like the nostalgia like it just like I think The Chronic just turned like 30 or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's like you release like a special edition vinyl with like all kinds of shit and like or like you know like all those joints where it's like 
fucking a package like this thick and shit like you know what i mean yeah. and box sets you, and shit like, yeah there's so much money that could have been made off of that instead they were like yo let's make it an nft like yeah, let's lean let's lean into nfts this goofy shit that i'm sure you know snoop's an intelligent guy snoop probably don't, don't even understand how oh. this shit all well, of no. this fucking shit work like get out of here Trump this week was like, I'm making a major announcement tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. And like, of course, all the conservatives are like, oh, he's going to announce that he's going to be speaker of the house now. He's going <laughs> to he's going to be he's going to announce Marjorie Taylor Greene as his fucking running mate. Like mm-hmm. all this crazy shit. And then the next day he was like, yo, buy some NFTs from Trump. Right. <laughs> Get me Cl- dressed up like an astronaut. Like yeah. clown shit. <laughs> me dressed up. Donald Trump dressed up as Shazam. Yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, yeah. And you're like, oh man. And then he's like, you're just watching it, and you're like, oh, he has no idea what he's selling because he keeps saying like trading cards. They're like trading cards. They're like trading cards. And I'm like, he probably doesn't know that they're not like actual trading cards. He has no fucking idea. Right. Like, he don't know. He don't fucking know. And I'm like, oh, that's how all these dudes are. Like, none of them knew what they, like, you know, they had Brady selling or Matt Damon selling shit. Like, mm-hmm. none of these dudes know what they, they're just like, yo, I'm going to, we'll pay you a million dollars to read this script. And they're like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, yeah, I'll take I'll that. I'll fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll buy me a, a, a yacht. Yeah. yeah like, another yacht. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's just, it's, it's so funny to me, man. Like, and I'm just like, damn, it's wild because, like, there's so many scams. That just like people just get scammed out of their damn money, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm like, damn, I wish I wasn't an honest person and we could have just scammed some shit yeah, on this goddamn shit. <laughs> yeah. That's how you like, know. That's how you know this this country and our society is rotten at the core. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When motherfuckers, you know, human human beings are always gonna do like some flaky shit, whatever. But like, this shit being so widespread. You know what I'm saying? Like you see, like um, everywhere we go now, every you know, uh, you pick up your phone. There's gambling apps. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You you watch TV. Fucking Jamie Foxx is like, hey man, you know it's cool to gamble. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we we were in a bar um, a few months ago, just like eating dinner and watching the game. And some woman comes up and uh, compliments Lissa like, hey, I, I really like your purse. And Lissa's like, oh, okay, random white woman. Like, thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you guys live around here? Da, 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 da. Like, she's clearly schmoozing yes. us for something. And we're like, yeah, you know, what's up? You know what I'm saying? And she's like, oh, you know, I'm Kelsey. I work for you know, makeabet.com. I wanted to know if you guys wanted to sign up to gamble. Like, shit like that. And seeing, like, how pervasive uh, this whole, uh, these these industries of, of exploitation are, that's how you know this whole shit is rotten to the core. Yeah. And it's going to fall soon. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's not even, you know, oh, give me money and invest in a solid thing and get money back. Yeah. It's no. like all of this like flaky, you know, underhanded shit, you know what I mean, that people are leaning into and it it's it's reflective of how fucked up our society is. Yeah. Dude, there's a reason why like banks are regulated. It's so and they get around they get around doing all kinds of bullshit, investing yeah. your money in crap and all that. But like 
there's a reason why, like, oh, if I put my money in the bank, it's guaranteed $150,000 protection and all that kind of shit. It's because, mm-hmm. like, banks collapsed at one point. <laughs> like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So there's your money is federally banked, backed. You know what I mean? And granted, like, you know, shit can happen and the country can turn to shit, all that kind of stuff. But, like, when you're throwing stuff into unregulated shit, it's like it doesn't exist anywhere. Yeah. Like physical, the physical amount doesn't exist anywhere. It's just in like some kind of fake thing that you say is there. And like, you know, I don't think Elon Musk tweeting about a fucking crypto coin should control what, whether the money goes up and down. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's That kind of shit would be like, that would scare me. This is it's all like the cult of personality at that point. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you kind of shit scares me, man. That Even, I don't Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say I don't wanna like invest my shit in anything that's like, oh, like the words of some fucking, you know, rich man baby, you know what I mean, divorced dad can fucking control what happens to my money. I don't want yeah. that. Let's do it the old school way and like base the shit on trade and wars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At yeah. least if we're going to have any of this shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not some nigga getting on Twitter who, <laughs> you know, this motherfucker was like arguing with like Elton John the other day on Twitter. Like this is this is the dude that, you know what I'm saying, that controls or has, you know, influence over like uh, commerce and shit like that. Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's it's we we live in a and I get it because like we live in a in a society where like people are broke and so like everybody's looking for the next get rich quick thing and like one thing this world should have taught so many people but I just don't think we're financially um I I hate the idea of like financial literacy because like you can't like you can't like financial literacy your way out of poverty wages but what I what I mean is more like if people were more informed of how the economy works, a we wouldn't like accept a lot of the shit that we accept, and like, and where like you know our company makes billions of dollars and like we don't make anything type thing. Like there right. there would be fixes to all that shit. We're purposely undereducated in those arenas, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I just think if like people understood like the economy's not made to have get rich quick schemes like it's like it's literally they're just schemes and you're just gonna get fucked in the end yeah yeah i I agree with you that that betting shit every almost every podcast i listen to is like sponsored by fanduel yeah yeah it's like you're, you're trying to sell people on uh a dream and i understand why so many people fall into that shit Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit, this shit is hard. Like, this shit is mm-hmm. mad hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, wages have been stagnant for decades. Longer than you and I have been alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wages, wages in, in the American working class have been stagnant. The wealthy uh, are still seeing, like, record profits regardless mm-hmm. of what happens. You know what I'm saying? We go into economic downturn, they still getting profits. We go into, you know... 20 years of war they're still making profits a pandemic they're still making profits while the working class is just having its wealth stolen you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying not even just in wages but in like property you know what i'm saying yes, like home absolutely. ownership shit like that the wages are just stagnant and the wealth is just stagnant 
And it's like people are looking around at this shit and they like, yo, how do I get out of this shit? Yes, absolutely. Motherfuckers are willing to do anything. Yeah, you know that, like saying? I really do not like fault people for wanting to get like a fast way to get some money because like we live in a society that doesn't allow that at all. You know what yeah. I mean? And, you know, people just want to try and like, you know, listen, man, like everybody just most people are just trying to get by and do what they can. And any little like quick step up, I get like people are like, yo, I can see a, a quick way to make a buck. And say, try to take that opportunity. But, like, the system's just not set up for that. Like, it's set up to fuck you in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we should get to our, like, our topic for the week of just, like, our favorite, our top three records for each of us. Um, our top, our favorite records for the year. Yeah. Yeah, it's, this has been, um, like, a real uh, diverse year for music you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying there's been so much that's been released and then the release cycles for artists have sped up i feel like cats that dropped in the winter were also dropping in like spring and summer Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and like and then hitting you with a little something at the end of the year you know what i'm saying like like it's it's been crazy uh to keep up with it but there's been like so much shit like um i've never you know, I write for a living, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never felt throughout this year, and really for, for many years now, I've never felt like I didn't have something to write about on a given month. If yeah, anything, yeah, for real. it's been too much. Mm-hmm. And there's been shit that I, I couldn't get to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see artists uh, who, you know, they, they get upset because they can't get, like, coverage and shit like this writers and editors and publications are swamped yeah absolutely swamped now publications can do better about covering the same shit multiple times you know what i'm saying throughout a year because that happens too like all right this nigga put out an album you know we all loved it six months later we given you know we given him another feature you know what i'm saying like the motherfucker just dropped yeah. In, in the spring, you know what I'm saying? You know, give that slot to somebody else. Publications absolutely could be better about that. But, like, speaking for, like, individual writers, it's I I, I wish I could show niggas uh, my inbox. You know what I mean? How many records I get on the, uh, on a, the, uh, during the course of a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I ain't write about your shit, I ain't have time to. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just been it's been crazy. It's like a blessing because it's like oh more music, I love it. But it's also a curse. It's like damn, it's too much fucking music. Yeah, it's been a lot, man. There's, <clears throat> you know, fucking Drake dropped two records this year, and like I, you know what I mean? Like it's like that's a lot, dude. Like that's a lot of fucking records, man. Yeah. Um, and there's just like it's been a long year, and so it kind of feels like oh man, there's been a lot of shit. Um, we were talking before the podcast, like, oh shit, I forgot that record came out this year. Like, you know what I mean? Right, right. It wasn't until I was looking back. Yeah, Yeah, I was looking back on shit, and I was like, oh shit, like, this record dropped this year, this record dropped this year. I completely forgot that. Yeah. Um, The best thing um, that I started doing a few years ago, because before, you know, I, like, end of the year would come, and all these people would ask me, like, oh, who's the best album? You know, write this, write that. And I would be asked out, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I just would be trying to recall shit off of memory. My man Steve, uh, shout out to Steve, 
he told me he would keep a running list, like, you know, top of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, this on my list, this on my list, this on my list. And ever since then, I've been doing that same shit yeah. as he laid yeah, it smart. out. And it's made it mad easier. Mad easier. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's smart. That's really smart. Smart on him. And, like, yeah. Because it, it is. There's just so much shit that traps, man. Like, you know, there's weeks where it's like, oh, there's four albums that dropped this week. And I need to get through them and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. It, it's it, And then also it's because, you know, nowadays it's it, most of the time it's instantly available. It's not like you have to work to get it. So, like, you can easily forget. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, shit, I need to either borrow this CD from somebody or I need to hit the store to grab this CD. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's it's there. I'll get to it, and then you forget. You know what I mean? Because yeah. then the next week, three more albums come out. So, right, right. It, it just you know, it's just how it works. You know what I mean? But um, <clears throat> I'll um I'll start off with one of my because these aren't in order. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, you got yeah. three that you fuck with. I got three that I fuck with. Yeah. Um, the first one is uh, Sunny Jim and the Purest White Girl Wasted. Mm. Um, I fucking love this record. Uh, it's so like, it's, it's like everything I love in hip hop of like, just like pure, like fly drug talk, you know, you know, fancy clothes and car, like it's everything. It's like, it's just so good. The beats are fucking insane. Um, the purest delivers so hard. You got features from, uh, Doom, J Electronica, DJ Premier, like it's, it's such a dope record. Um, Sonny Jim is an artist out of uh, England. Um, he's so, like, he's just, like, into that. Same shit, like, I love about uh, West Side Gun of just, like, that fly talk and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you know, just, and then, like, that record ends with just a soliloquy from uh, from my man, um, what's, what's his face? Uh, damn, why well, can't I think of his name? Um, where he's just talking about getting high and like the coke being in the toilet and shit like that, like yeah, I can't I, like it, it, it's so great. Like it's just such a it's such a dope record, really atmospheric. You know what I mean? Um, great record. I, I, Sunny Jim um, and the Purest White Girl Wasted, like definitely what my uh, one of my favorite records for the year. Yeah, the the accent uh, does it for me on this mm-hmm. record, like. He's saying like the craziest shit. Yes, but also, but also, he kind of sounds like this. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I think he's from Manchester. I'm pretty sure it's Manchester. Yo, that shit like puts it over the top. <laughs> yeah. Like that shit. We um after we the three of us were hanging, uh, me, you, and Liz, and you was bumping that joint in the car. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, I was playing that shit like loud in the crib. And she's like, "Are you listening to that shit Josh was playing last?" Uh, Melissa <laughs> so good. said, "It's like you listen to that shit Josh was playing last night." Yeah, yo, like it's yeah, it's something. Um, it's like a it, it, the voice gives it like an added mm-hmm. color to me yes, too. Exactly. And the production is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. record, it I didn't you had you had mentioned that it was ill. I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, "Oh, work." But like hearing it, I was like, "Oh, this is like some other shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love that record, man. It's so much fun. Um, it, it's such a fun album to listen to, and like that's what I'm looking for, especially like when I'm riding around. I just want something fun to throw on and listen to it. And like you said, the accent, like the one the Montclair, like it's just like it, it's yeah. so dope. I just love it, man. It's one of my favorite records of the year, no doubt. Yeah, I. 
probably uh, my favorite album, certainly my favorite rap record of the year, but probably my favorite album overall, uh, Lord Queso, his album, More Chores, mm-hmm. uh, to his record. I didn't know nothing about uh, Homeboy until my man Gang, uh, PTP, put me on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, yeah, yo, this record is colorful. Um, his his style is 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 really unique as an MC. I'm I'm always um, you know, appreciative of somebody uh who has like a unique tone to their voice and like uh even like an emotional tone. You know what I'm saying? Like that that uh somebody can kind of conjure as an mm-hmm. MC. Uh, and Lord Queso, he's this shit. It don't sound like nothing else in the world really uh the production is crazy um this there's a song on here i always uh point to this song uh uncle mark where uh lord queso he's talking about like his family member who's uh struggling with like his mental health uh, mental health Mm -hmm. situation and it's such a beautiful song and then at the end, like even after the song ends, there's like a little interlude where he runs down on his uncle and he's checking in with him like, yo, how you doing, bro? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, you know, and they, they chat and he's like, oh, I got a new place. I'm staying over here. Um, and, you know, before they part, it's like, yo, I love you, bro. Da, 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 da. Yo, I love mm-hmm. you too, man. It's, it's fucking gorgeous. And like this record, uh, there's a lot of talk about family, a lot of talk about uh, like lineage and shit like that, but um, it has so much uh, depth and like emotional richness to it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But you put it on and the shit knocks. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. It's it's not like uh, you know like a a wispy you know airy kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's it's emotional is grounded but like you play this shit and it sounds crazy you yeah. know what i mean so that's yeah lord queso more chores is is probably my favorite record of uh 2022 like he he smokes this shit on some mc shit too yeah yeah definitely that it's a it's a really good record it's a yeah really i was good i was blown away because like i said i didn't know nothing about homeboy you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's you know uh it's, it was a, a pleasant, pleasant fucking surprise hearing this record. And I, I've played it a lot on the radio. Um, I've written about it. And I keep coming back to it. I yeah. keep, keep coming back to this joint. Yeah. Um, for my uh, number two is actually We Share. Uh, mm-hmm. Cheat Codes by Black Thought and Danger Mouse. Um, it's... It, I don't know if it's my, it's like, it's up there with like, it's one of my favorite. It's hard for me to be like, oh, this is my favorite record. Cause I love that Sunny Jim record too. And my, and my third record, I'm going to, I love, uh, uh, you know, but this record is so good, man. This record yeah. is so, so good. Um, It's our first, it's the first cause the other Black Thought joints were all EPs, right? Yeah. 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 So this is like the full first full length solo record we get from Black Thought and it does not disappoint. The lyrics on this record are insane. The fact that Thought is like 50 and still getting better is fucking yeah. amazing. He's cutting niggas' heads off on this record. Yeah. Like, some yeah. of this shit that he's saying on this joint, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like, yeah. come like on. I will say this. Uh, the joint with Michael Kiwanuka is my favorite record of the year. 
Aquamarine, yeah. Aquamarine is my favorite record of the year. I love that yeah. record. I've listened to it a million times. The way it comes on with like the 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 chorus, like I mean, like mm-hmm. uh, the quiet, like the um, the like fucking the orchestra, the orchestra like warming up, yeah, uh-huh. like dude, like I, it, it's it, it's it, and the way it's blended into the record, like because it goes from Belize into that, and then like accidental murders like it's like so beautiful the the record is so well put together that it's one of the rare things i don't think you see as much anymore where it's like oh like songs will blend into each other you don't get it as much anymore like this arc this record is so well put together just from like start to finish it's crazy i am not and have not been a super danger mouse fan uh he gets busy on this record on mm-hmm. some like beat shit, he gets busy. Uh, Belize is my shit. I played yes. Belize. I probably played Belize on every episode of my radio show since it came out. Yeah, you feel me? And like, um, the production, uh, the lyrics. I love their chemistry. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Me like, too. I love their chemistry on this. Like Black Thought, you know, can pretty much rhyme on like anything. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't imagine. You had to throw this nigga like some footwork beats or like, you know what I'm saying? Some shit like, to, and he would probably rhyme on that too. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's not a stretch for him. Uh, but the the chemistry, there's something about uh, this kind of like orchestral, it's sample flipping, but, mm-hmm. you know, this kind of like orchestral uh, color to the music that fits well it's it's grandiose you know what i'm saying like the music the 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 production is grand black thought is like uh you know um giving you uh all of these like uh really like literary uh style performances you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying With, with his rhymes it fits well this is like a grand record you could tell they're trying to like you know, hit you with something that's like over the top and like, you know, something impressive sounding. And yeah, I think they hit the mark and it's ill. It's ill to see uh, Danger Mouse kind of, uh, you know, give a little bit stylistically and Black Thought give a little bit. And then they, you know, they meet, they they meet in like a nice medium together. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I love this record. I like... It's one of the it's one of the records that like I listen to from beginning to end, and like I don't get a lot of those anymore, and that's definitely one of them, man. I just love this record so much. Yeah. Um, my number three just actually dropped last week, but I haven't stopped listening to it all week long. So mm-hmm. that's how I know it's a good record, and it's Little Sims. No, thank you. Um, she's done what is. We talked about this with Nas just a couple weeks ago, where it's like, oh, he he's released like four great records in a row. Like that's a you know blah blah blah. Yeah. She's done that. Like she's dropped four amazing records in a row, mm-hmm. which is so difficult to do. Yeah. Um, she's such a talented rapper. It's wild to me that she is not like one of the biggest artists in the world. I was gonna say niggas <clears throat> gotta start talking about her as one of the greatest right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't want to be like hyperbolic, but the the level of quality on these albums and like what she's really doing, niggas got to at, at the very least, niggas got to acknowledge her as one of the nicest right now. 
She's amazing. The production is insane. Inflow. Um, I talked about this on her last when she released her last album last year. Like Inflow is literally one of the best producers out there. Very similar to what we were just talking about with Danger Mouse, where these sound like big orchestral records. Mm-hmm. Um, they sound like they should be played in like concert halls. Yeah. And he's so amazing. She's undeniably one of the best rappers out right now. Um, you know, Angel, Silhouette, like these records are so good. Cleo Soul is featured on a lot of the records. She's amazing. And Sims, um, I'll, I'll meet Kajal. Sims no, no. is a, a song maker too. Yes, that's, yeah. She, you know she knows how to write songs. She got bars, but she got music. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Shit that, not saying bars ain't music, but she has like fully realized songs that stick with you. Yeah, she's so amazing. No thank you. You have to go check this record out. She's literally one of the best rappers out right now. I'm praying. A lot of this record is talking about how she kind of, I think she really got fucked in her record deal because there's a lot of songs on this record where she's talking about like, you know, you know, you do all the work and the people drive their kids to a, you know, to school in a spaceship. Like there's a lot of those references on this record. Shit. So I'm wondering if she got like a really raw deal on like mm-hmm. label deal or something like that. But she, I'm praying. She was supposed to come here last year. I was supposed to interview her last year and see her show. And um, so she's, uh, I'm praying that she comes back this coming year um, and does a U.S. tour because she's she's so amazing. I can't wait to see her. Yeah, yeah. I um, there was so many records uh, that we aren't going to get to talk about mm-hmm. um, before I even uh, mention my third one. But I got to give a shout out. Uh, Fly Anakin, his album yes. Frank was yes. incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, che Noir, Food for yes. Thought. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Anwar High Sign out mm-hmm. of Philly. Uh, Live Nigga Prophecy was really like, it was an EP. is one of the illest uh, records that came out this year. Uh, Dochi. Her album, She, Her, Black Bitch, was really fucking dope. And I think uh, more people should have, like, you talk about, like, motherfuckers who are stars and who, you know, are going to be giving us, like, real important work over the next few years. I think Dochi should be in that conversation. Mm-hmm. She's she's fucking dynamite. Um, but, yeah, just, just, like, a few, you know what I mean, I wanted to shout out. Yeah, 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 but sure. my third... Uh, talking about a record that I keep coming back to uh my man Mighty Theodore set out mm-hmm. in the dark this is a beautiful fucking record like shout out to my man Raj uh Lush Life um cuz this reminds me listening to this Mighty Theodore record reminds me of uh some some of the experiences I have listening to Raj's music Word. you ever listen to something made by a person that you know mhm and you're like, what the fuck? This was in you? Like this yeah, was yeah, in yeah. you, yeah. a person that I know. I've I've made music uh with Mighty Theodore before. Uh shout out to him. And you know, I knew he was ill and, mm-hmm. and, and super talented. And it's it's ironic because this is gonna be his last record, or so he says. You know, he yeah, say this yeah. this is gonna be his last record. This shit is really of all the music I've heard of made. Even the music that I've made with him, 
this is probably his crowning achievement. This record is mm-hmm. fucking beautiful, dog. Um, you know, I, I I just shouted out Fly Anakin and Anwar Hassan. They're both on this record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brain Orchestra is on here. Um, Sean Bourne is, is, you know, a lot of features of, of people really. Sonny Jim is on it. You know what I'm saying? A, a lot of uh, features and cats uh, going in. But this record, uh, it has so much soul and emotions. Like the, the songs are gorgeous. There's a song, uh, Rebel Vanguard, with Fly Anakin on it. That might be my favorite song of the year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's like this beautiful. It's got like da 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 like this vocal melody. Like it's it's fucking gorgeous. This whole record, like yeah, I'm I'm like you know thoroughly impressed and knocked out by this record. I wrote the liner notes, but you know that's not that's not uh. <laughs> That's not there. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's not shade in my opinion. But yeah, this record is fucking beautiful. It's all about um it's it's a callback to the Warriors and like early hip hop culture and like uh but also there's like a lot of uh Mighty Theodore like pulling from his own life and and, mm-hmm. and you know perspective. But yeah, it's a, a beautiful fucking record. Set out in the dark by Mighty Theodore. Please go to Bandcamp and buy this shit. This yes, shit, definitely. Uh, go support it. Sound, it sounds so fucking good. And I like have been playing it on the radio and telling people about it. Incredible, incredible record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely go support, man. For real. Go support. Yeah. Go to Bandcamp and support that record. Um, yeah, I think we can get ready to wrap up. I want You know, one record I do want to mention, it's not hip hop, but The Sacred Souls. Ooh, go fucking listen to it. It's it's such an amazing record. It's like, you know, it's like 50 soul almost. It's so good. It's such a like harmonic record. It's so amazing. Like, I I think when you described it, even on the podcast, maybe when you were like, it's like something like old school lowrider dudes would be playing at. Like, that's exactly what it is. It's like doo woppy. Yeah, but it's new. It's so good. The Sacred Souls. Go check that record out too. It's one of my. It's literally. It might be my favorite record this year. I love yeah. it. I've played it beginning to end several times. It's definitely um, high high on my list too. Yeah, it's such a great record, dude. I love it so much. Um, I like when you mentioned it. I checked it out that weekend. It was like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, besides that, you can find that serious rap shit. Um, Instagram and Twitter. You're John underscore Liberator. Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indy underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. While well, Twitter still exists, um, <laughs> you can find uh, serious serious rap shit Vivo. Put it in your YouTube search bar. We got videos going up. Brand new video just went up the other day. We got some new ones going up. Um, we're gonna have trailer reviews going up soon. Um, it's gonna be a good year. We really thank everybody for listening. It's been a great year. Um, and we're looking forward to going into another year. We're six years in and, you know, we really enjoy it. We appreciate everybody. And, uh, we want to wish you a great, you know, start to a new year and we'll see you in the new year. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend, take this fat, 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 f